Hey y'all, welcome to the Be Your Own Boss podcast. How are y'all doing? I hope it has been a good week for you. Um, so today, I guess I kind of have a like dark, deep secret, whatever you want to call it, um, podcast for you guys. And maybe it's not a dark, deep secret to you. I'm not really sure how many people know about this whole venture of mine, but I'm going to talk to y'all about how I ended up on reality TV. So to some of you guys, this might be like a what the hecky techy thing is going on right now. What the flip is she talking about? And that's kind of ironic considering the name of the TV show that I was on. But yeah, so if y'all didn't know, I was on the DIY Network TV show, um, Texas Flippin' Move and Louisiana Flippin' Move. And this happened all through college. So this is another venture that you guys get to take a ride on, I guess, of my life. But um, yeah, so I was on the show. It's called Texas Flippin' Move. And then off of that, they spun off and did Louisiana Flippin' Move. So we're going to take her way back to how this whole entire thing started. If you guys don't know, I went to auctioneer school when I was in high school. And then when I was in college, uh, I actually like went and competed in auctioneering competitions, which is kind of fun. It was a really fun experience. I met a lot of different people, um, but it's definitely different than like an actual auction. If you guys have ever seen like an actual auction, very like, I mean, depending on what kind of auction you've went to, but if you're imagining like farmer in a truck and, you know, they're selling hay rack equipment or like tractors and antiques. Yeah, this is not that kind of a thing. Um, so totally different than what I was used to because that is definitely what I was used to. Um, so auction competitions, auctioneering competitions, whatever you want to call it, um, they basically have you dress up in a monkey suit and have you stand up on stage and act very, very, very proper and talk very articulately and describe a item such as a pen in a way that would make you want to buy it like it's the best thing on earth and then they judge you on it so it's crazy because I feel like a lot of the items one are like not practical for this type of setting that they have us in like if you're gonna have us in a suit at least have us selling like fine jewelry or paintings or something that I'd actually want to buy not like a tape measure or something like that. But that's not up to me. Um, and also, like, I just thought it was so crazy because the whole, like, manner of the auction, the way that you're talking is definitely not how you are as an auctioneer in most scenarios, or at least, like, per type of auctioneer that you are. Um, it was just, it was very odd. It was very odd, for sure. Um, so yeah, so I competed in like the Iowa competitions and then I also competed in the international competitions. I actually only did the international one once, but I got uh, the, I believe, oh gosh, I'm gonna have to take a step back here. So I got second runner-up for the rookie contest in Iowa during this time and then I got second runner-up to the same person in the junior international auctioneers championship as well so it was a good year though it was so super fun like I loved competing it was fun it was different it was a different scenario different like setting I guess and I mean you get to hang out with a bunch of auctioneers that are all into the same thing and they all talk fast so it was a good time but anyway so back then I was doing competitions and one of the judges happened to be a 
um, I'm going to call it a persona on the TV show, Texas Flip and Move. And my mom was like, hey, like he's like on this show. You should try to get to meet this guy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll try to meet, you know, whoever and go chat and see what happens. So um, I actually met him after the competition and got to talk with him. And, you know, you meet people and sometimes they're like, oh, you know, like if I ever have anything, I'll let you know. And, you know, it was kind of that situation where we had talked and like we kind of connected over photography and different things. And then, you know, I was really interested in the TV stuff because I always thought it'd be kind of cool to be on TV. Uh, Part of me like wishes like when I was younger and like single or whatever that I would have went on like some kind of dating show. I don't know. They're way too crazy now. But back then they were kind of realistic, I guess. Um, But anyway, so I was really interested on like the whole TV world and I didn't know what it was about. So I met him. He's like, hey, you know, if anything ever comes up, I'll let you know. I was like, okay, cool. So we end the competition. You know, everyone's going home. It's been like a few months. I'm still in college at this point. I may have messed up the timeline there. I'm not really quite sure. But I'm still in college at this point, working like a part-time job. And he gives me a ring one day. I'm at work. I'm working at Starbucks. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to take this call. Like, very important person, not going to let it go. So I answer the call. I'm like, hey, what's up? Didn't really say it like that, but pretty much what I said. Uh, And he says, you know, hey, this show's interested in you. They would love to like have you on set. They wanted to show you around and kind of get to know you, introduce you to the cast members. You can come to a viewing party all of this stuff. And I was like, holy crap, no way. Like I'm literally in college still, don't know what the heck I'm doing with my life. And here we go. I guess this is the opportunity. It's an open door and I'm taking it. So, um, after that call, I told my boss that I was going to be gone from my shifts that weekend and they did not like that. But you know, I was thinking big picture career life. What am I going to do? This was my chance. I'm going to take it sort of a thing. So, I go on this trip, Um, I go to Texas, me and my grandma actually drove down there, and I'm kind of just like hanging out in the background, I think I was like an extra maybe for one of the episodes, I can't really remember, and then they actually had my grandma be an extra on the episode, which was kind of hilarious, and like she actually made like a big scene in the episode that she premiered on, and it was freaking awesome, I loved it, but it was super fun, the cast was fun, um, But day one on the set, I'm just checking things out and talking to people. And then the second day, uh, he was like, hey, you know, we might want to have you like auction. Like, would you want to do that? And I was like, you're kidding. And I guess I kind of forgot to tell you guys what the show is about. So Texas Flip and Move, basically, they have an auctioneer auction off the crappy house that needs renovated and that needs moved. And then they sell it. And then they have the cast members or moving company, quote unquote, um, take the house, move it, revamp it. And then um, this persona, persona, personnel, I'm going to call them a persona, um, sells it for the big grand finale auction. So you have an auction in the beginning and an auction at the end. um, And he was the ending auctioneer for every episode. So they were like, hey, do you want to, you know, be an auctioneer in the beginning? And I was like, 
Um, never been on TV before, don't know how to do this, but sure, let's go. So, um, that's what I did. I started filming on the second day and then we had like a viewing party for, I think the first episode of the next season or something like that, um, down in Fort Worth. And we had a big old party, um, at Joe T. Garcia's. And then we went out that night and it was a grand old time and it was a lot of fun. So went and did that came home, kind of thought that that was like the end of that, I guess. Like I thought like, okay, just one time guest appearance, you know, end of story. Well, it turned out they liked me. So that was cool. Um, And I went back and they kept sending me there. They would fly me out. um, And this was like during college. So on the weekend, I would fly out, go um, film for a day and they would fly me home the next day. So it was literally, I was there for just filming and then I would go home, but it was crazy. Like I did it probably four or five times, um, during that season. And then after that, I kind of thought, you know, that's the end of that. Like they just had me for the season and they're done with me. Like I'm just the beginning auctioneer selling the crappy houses. No big deal. Um, well, they wanted to do a spinoff and they wanted to do it in Louisiana. And I was like, okay. And then they asked me to be the auctioneer of the finished houses. So being that like grand finale auctioneer. And I was like, no freaking way. I was like, that's insane. Um, craziness. Yes, let's go. So then I was flying to Louisiana like every other weekend for a while to shoot and film this TV show. And it was, it was crazy. It was a crazy experience, but I just want to like tell you guys a little bit about, I guess, reality TV. Um, and it's ruined all of reality TV for me, literally. So just hang on to your britches. Let's start off with my dressing room. Okay. You guys think maybe like reality TV, TV stars, movie stars have like a grand old dressing room and like crazy, you know, makeup rooms and clothing wardrobe, etc. No, that is like the total opposite of what I experienced. So my dressing room was literally a cargo trailer. So imagine like a train and the like, you know, big boxes, the metal boxes that are on the train. That was my changing room and my makeup room, and it was just an empty box. No mirrors, no seats, no nothing. And then, like, the producer's room or producer's, I guess I'll call it office, was a mobile trailer where the floors were sinking in, the bathroom, like, was disgusting, no AC, whatever. Like, it was a cool experience how they had it all set up in there. Like, I kind of liked it being all raw and, like, in the moment you know but it definitely was not what I was expecting like whatsoever it was kind of like a shock for me to be honest and I guess I shouldn't have been shocked because like I'm on this show and like I'm just a little college student coming to be on reality tv but I was shocked a little bit on the um setup I guess we'll say uh also like something that kind of I guess ruined reality TV for me and like my friend Deanna hates it because like we watch The Bachelor and I only watch The Bachelor when I'm with her but I love her to death but I just can't get over how fake reality TV is it's insane like literally it's all a skit like it really is um and I don't know if I can get in trouble for saying this or not hopefully not but um anyway if I do I'll take it down I swear but 
um like we would have an auction and it's kind of funny because i would hire extras to be in the show obviously um but like we would have an auction and they don't even know what an auction is. So like there'd be 20 hands up at the same time. And I'm like, whoa, 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 like hold your horses. We need to calm down. Like one hand at a time, if that, please. And so it was just crazy to like experience people, I guess that one, haven't ever experienced an auction. And then two, these people are literally just hired to be there. It was, it was crazy to me. So we had that end that was crazy. And then also like we would have the auction and they'd shoot it from one angle and then we'd have to switch around, shoot it from the other angle. And I would have to remember like, okay, this guy got this number and this guy bid this number. And he said, you know, hey, or whatever, when he was bidding and we would have to remember the entire scene, like and reshoot it multiple times for different angles which was like super hard for me honestly because when I'm rattling on and just shooting numbers like I don't really pay attention because in the real world like you kind of just pay attention to whoever had the last bid um so I yeah it was crazy chaotic for me and I kind of had to have one of my people um write down notes so that I could remember like you know okay I did this and I did that and I looked right or I looked left and it was it was crazy and being mic'd up and everything it was so it was like I kind of felt special but it was a surreal experience when it came to like the setting and like we would be like walking through mucky ass like dirt and stuff and then you'd have this house and they would have like fake grass around it and the rest of the area looked like a pigsty and it was just it was crazy so I experienced all kinds of different things, I guess, with this whole reality TV stuff, but it was honestly really cool. Like, I liked the producing part of it, I think, more than anything. My best friend was a sound guy. Um, I think that the whole crew was honestly awesome. They are super catering to anything I needed. It's obviously, like, hot, sweaty, thirsty, like, dying from the sun, but um, it was a really cool experience, and I'm glad I got to experience it. It was honestly, like, a lot of fun, like I said, but I I wanted to share that experience with you guys because that's kind of a part of my life I feel like a lot of people don't know is that, like, I was on reality TV, so if you ever want to look at the episodes, um, again, DIY Network, Texas Flip and Move, and Louisiana Flip and Move, but that's actually who I went to Texas to have my internship with, so we went around um, the entire Midwest of the United States, so anywhere from, like, Florida all the way up to, I mean, I think we went to Wisconsin, maybe? We kind of dabbled up there, but we went all in this, like, big triangle, so, like, Florida up to the north and then down towards, like, um western texas and like all around texas so we kind of did a lot of things and we went on like a farm harvest tour and we did photography for that and like did like a blog and everything and it was a lot of fun so we worked together on a lot of different things um that relationship kind of ended because of some personal things so you integrate personal life with work life it never ends up well but um yeah, we'll just say that. So, but the TV experience was honestly a lot of fun. It was super cool. Taught me a lot of things. I met a lot of cool people through that. But yeah, reality TV, if you guys wanted to know if it's actual reality, it's not most of the time. So, um, unless you're probably like a famous person like Kardashians or something where you actually have cameras going around your entire life, like it's probably not real. So that makes me like kind of 
like get the ick about any reality TV show. Um, me and my mom, we love this show called Below Deck. And so it's about yachting and we are big like lake and river people, boating people. So um, it's about yachting. I always thought it'd be super cool to be like a yacht um, attendee, I guess, and work on a charter. I go like, you know, explore different parts of the ocean. I'm scared of the ocean, but also it'd be fun. I don't know. But um, we really love the show. And the show, obviously, like, you have your crazy people that come on the yacht. And, like, there's all this crazy stuff that happens and drama and, like, drinking, naked people, things going on that you really, like, shouldn't never see on TV. But it happens anyway. Um, But it's fun to watch. But then at the end, like, they all give the captain this big white envelope full of money. And you can just tell it's obviously produced. And I'm just like you know, it'd be really cool if it was actually, like, real-life stuff. Like, I really love documentaries when you can tell, like, it was genuine real-life situations and stuff like that that happened, and I love, like, learning. So, I guess watching reality TV for me has been canceled in my brain from being on reality TV and knowing that it's all made up. So, that was my experience of being on reality TV. I know this is kind of a short episode for you guys, but I thought it'd be fun and a little, like, insert for y'all to get to know me and get to know that experience. Um, It was fun and it was crazy. So, if you ever can get on reality TV, definitely suggest doing it because it is a good time and you definitely do, like, get to meet, like, a crazy bunch of people, different personalities, different opportunities. You never know what you're going to get presented when you meet somebody who's random judging your auctioneer's competition, you know, and end up on TV from it. So never take a closed door for a closed door. Make it open for yourself. And there you go. I guess that's the point of this whole podcast. But thank you guys for listening to the Be Your Own Boss podcast and give us a follow on Instagram at byob.podcast or my personal Instagram, Olivia underscore Honig, H-O-E-N-I-G. You can become a Patreon and get some benefits from our hustler or our bad bitch tier. So it's patreon.com slash podcast. And thank you guys for listening again and we'll catch you on the next episode.